Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Spend the next 10 or 11 minutes or so to, to link in with Rose and her story on National Person, National Missing Persons Day. Good morning, Alan. How are you? I'm Grand Rose. It's National Missing Persons Day, and you have a story to tell and share with us. I'm sure it's a day that brings a lot of things back for you. Can you tell me why? It, it does. Um, as you know, my family, the Cody family, um, my father-in-law, fisherman, my husband at the time, fisherman, and my son, Patrick, he's a fisherman, and all have lost their lives to the sea. Um, and it's most important today because Patrick was the only one that wasn't returned. So today is a very important day for me and my family because of the day that is in it. Tell me a little bit about your son, Patrick. He was just 25. Yeah, he was 27 at the time. I see. And um, he was a beautiful chap. Um, He was the type of chap that would do anything for anybody. Um, He was a mannerly chap. He loved providing for his family. And um, that's why that particular... Um, January that he was out at sea Um, it was because he didn't have work and he always said to me mommy I don't want to go on the dole but I can't go out to work because at that time he was working on land and the ground was so wet that um, they couldn't put electricity poles down so he went down to Dunmore, he was living in Waterford at the time and went down to Dunmore and he said to the boys in Dunmore, you know, if there's a chance of um, um, a trip out you know, would you would you think of me? So um, so they did and Patrick got the phone call that morning um, and Sorry, it wasn't in the morning, it was late night. And he said, yeah, of course, off and off he went. Um, and because uh, I was in Newland at the time, um, preparing a mass for his dad's first anniversary, um, I didn't know and he didn't have time to tell me that he had gone out to sea. So I didn't know anything about it until I got a phone call to say that the pair Charles went down and um, your son was on board. So that was the first I knew and that was the first time he went back to the in, oh gosh, I suppose five, seven years. Right. And he, so, and he lost his life on that day? Yeah, he lost his life that evening as they were coming in. Um, he just, the the skipper, um, said to the other trawler, I'm listening, keep an eye on me. And with that, the other trawler then turned around. And by the time they turned around, uh, the pair Charles was gone. No sign. And um, there was no sign of any of the crew on board. Right. 
all lost that night. How has this impacted on you? I mean, this is 2006, and I could even still sense the, the sheer emotion in your voice with me this morning, Rose. How, how has it affected you? How, how did it impact on your life? You, 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 left, you left Ireland, I believe, and went to Cornwall. Is that right? What happened? Um, yeah, because, um, as I say, um, um, the husband at the time, Stephen, um, he was fishing out of Cornwall, and um, he... Um, lost his life um, in Cornwall. Um, so um, went over there and um, because I was at the time next of kin, um, it was, it took me a while going back and forward, you know. So, um, yeah, I was a while over in Cornwall and yeah, I remember the day well that we went. I went to um, the inquest of my husband Stephen's inquest in uh, Penzance, and at the time, the divers were diving down on the Pier Charles um, to see um, could they recover any bodies of the Pier Charles. Right. So. Mm. Yeah. What's the position now? Because are you you you're still looking for closure? I think is is that is you know it it is yes. Um, as you know, um, I was talking to yourself there. It was in two thousand and ten. Right. I got a report. Um, a reporter um, rang me, got in contact with me to say that there was a limb being found off um, the hook. Hmm. And um, what he was told was, it was in the water at the time. It would have been about four year, three, four year maybe in the water at the time. It was a male, um, but at the time um, they couldn't distract DNA, and the only way to distract the DNA was to send it to England. Hmm. And at the time, the government. Um, what I got back was that they couldn't afford to send it to England. Um, and then I suggested then maybe if we done a fundraising and whatever, hmm. um, we could then, you know, send it to England. But seemingly no, because the law at the time I was told yeah. that um, if it wasn't my son, um it wouldn't be, it wasn't legal or something like that. Are you getting government support on this issue now? Oh, we are, yeah. We are. It was actually a entry that um, I was um, in there um, not so long ago called um, I, the Unidentified Bodies, you know. And um, it was only then I was actually told that the limb that I was talking about in 2010 wasn't Patrick's. I see. But as I said to the reporters and all, okay, it wasn't Patrick's, but it was Pat, It was somebody's son, because we know it was a male. It was somebody's son, brother, you know? So mm. um, even though I don't get closure... Um, I'm always 
I'm always glad and happy that um, some other family that has lost their loved ones can get closure. So this is the idea of the database and all now that has... um, that is um, up and running. Right, which is, that, po- which is um, positive news for you. I mean... Uh, which th- th- it is. Yeah, this yeah. is positive. On a daily basis, what's your life like now? Have you rebuilt your life, Rose? Um, no, I don't think people... I don't think people ever rebuild their lives. They, um, they get on with life. I mean, it's like, even to this day, I mean... No matter what, my it's like my um, grandson Killian. He was eighteen there on the eleventh of November, and now I have to say he's the spitting image of my son. Right. Okay, and we say parties, Christmas, Father's Day. Never, there's still a balloon let off, or we the hook and right. um, we throw out some flowers down at the hook. Um, but even though he's not with us, he's with us in spirit because yeah. um, I don't ever want uh, his name spoke, you know? Yeah. Um, some people might say, well, yeah, it's kind of making it harder for me to move on, but I think that's the only way I can... I can actually get on with life is to have him included. It's like you go to bed in the morning or go to bed in the evening, night time, and he's the last thing on your mind and you wake up in the morning and, and he's the first thing on your mind, you know? And it'll always be there and it'll be always... It, it's kind of like somebody... Um, there's... It's kind of like um, there's a piece of your heart missing. And no matter what you do to try fill it, it'll never be filled. So, yeah, to an extent, you do get on with your life, you know, but um, you'll never forget. That's one thing you'll never do. I still think sometimes, you know, that there is today, the day is going to come when um, the guards are going to knock on the door and say, Rose, we have found, um, even if it's only a limb, at least it will be in his family grave and they're all there together. You know, and that's what, that's the only time closure will be for me is if we can, you know, find yeah. his remains now and um, and and put him in with the family, with his with his father and his grandfather. Our thanks to Rose. What a story. Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news and your views.